This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to Whole Radio Extra. My name is Chris Hambling and I'll be your host for this special show to celebrate and discuss a huge day for Palace with the club signing French international Johan Kabay, securing Player of the Year Scott Dan on a new contract and announcing a new sponsor. Uh, to talk about today and also the fact we've extended the contracts of James MacArthur, Damien Delaney and Brader Hangland since the season ended, I am joined by Jell Holyoke. Hello. Hello. Nick Gillard. Hello. Hello, and Patrick O'Connor. Bonjour. Bonjour. And we have Tav producing today as well. Uh, We'll be back with a chat after these messages. Homestale Radio. On your computer. On your tablet. On your mobile. In your car. www.holradio.net the Eagles Element. News, views and reviews on Crystal Palace. www.theeagleselement.com There you go, Tav playing a jingle from the Eagles Element, which we're no longer a part of on Whole Radio, but Tav is very much still the editor, and we're very much encouraging you to engage with that site still. It's a, it's a great site, just we couldn't really commit the time that we wanted to commit to it, and uh, we've decided to focus on Whole Radio, which hopefully you'll see the benefit of in the new season, where we've got all new jingles, loads of new features. Joe even thought of a feature while we were talking before this. So, you know, it'd be loads, it'd be loads of good stuff. Uh, but anyway, we won't delay any further let's talk about Johan Kabay um gentlemen um obviously a huge huge signing um but I I thought we can't really start this without going back to the initial reaction when it was first rumored and all the you know everyone's sort of attitude towards it I mean obviously we know that the full timeline was people just getting angry with each other and some people saying of course it's going to happen and some people say you're mentally ill if you think you're going to sign Johan Kabay and all that kind of stuff and now we've got all the I told you so and all that kind of rubbish going on but if you sort of pick through that, it was the initial reaction. I'll give my own my own first, and it was, you know, I thought it was an obvious link, but I just thought it was one of those things where Kabai wanted to move, um, and the press and his agent or whatever just put the you know the easy link in the pr- in in the papers to generate some interest. And the easy link being used to play for Pardew, 
you know, Pardew wants him to play for Palace kind of thing. So I didn't really put too much credence to it. What, what was your first reaction, Joe? Uh, well, we, you know, when, you, when you're sort of linked to world-class players, you just think it's rubbish, don't you? You know, especially yeah. after, after a game for targets and not being anywhere near them and ending up with sort of, not also reigns, but not someone that's going to make you go, oh, great. You know, um, last year, you know, we 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 bought a, bought a few players in and and thought, oh, things are picking up, but but this is sort of wildest dream stuff. Really, for me, this this is this signals the the intent that we've sort of not been expecting, but we've been wanting. Yeah, yeah, it's one. Of, yeah, it's. I mean, of all the kind of we want to get to the next level thing. Um, even though I didn't quite believe it when I saw the rumor, it's it is exactly that. It is the next level. It's um, you know everyone's talking about it being uh, probably Lombardo might eclipse it because it was just so bizarre and he was so far ahead of the rest of the team. You know we've got a, we've got a very good squad and there's players in there who who aren't maybe aren't at Kabai's level but aren't far off it. I'm talking you know Punching when he's on song. You're talking Zaha and Balassi. Um, you know MacArthur's been superb. Those sorts of players you know are you know. A little bit closer to the to Kabai than the rest of the team was to Lombardo, of course. But well, but the, but the thing is, I mean, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the homes down now. It's a bit of a cheat, but I will, you know, Hootie one two one zero eight two. You know, he was rubbished back on the twenty eight twenty uh, eighth of April. Yeah, yeah half months ago, you know, and he's put. You know, I know this is probably paper salt, but I can't get help but get excited over the prospect of this rumor. Yeah, I was looking at the, the same thread. Ted the Eagle, more chance of playing the Pope. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, lo- lots of people saying, you know, um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of hope in there, wasn't there? That's the thing. Um, you say dating or plating? Because I'm. It says plating, but I think it you does. Meant playing it. <laughs> I've, I've corrected it myself, but um, I've, my, one of my favourites, "We Are Going Up," has said, "Surely this can't be true." I will spaff all over the shop if it is. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> completely inappropriate but brilliant um but yeah loads of people rubbishing it um and understandably at the time you know neil i was saying no quotes from anybody just newspapers filling up space and no chances will happen from uh bangel or banjil uh like spurs of liverpool will no doubt no doubt grab him ahead of us unlikely parish would ever sanction the wages i'll shit myself with glee if it does happen <laughs> and, yeah. and that kind of stuff it's is i mean you know you could go on forever on that thread alone and see the bbs had its own thread as well um that focus straight away focused on the wages for people saying you know psg are paying them an absolute fortune can you imagine us even getting anywhere near it um and yeah and as much as they also basically were were a mix of hope and people rubbishing it um nick your uh, your views i i i Took it with a pinch of salt at first. A uh, pinch of salt at first because you know you, you don't expect little old Palace to to be bidding for these sort of players. We're looking for for up and comings from from lower divisions, perhaps, or, or players that haven't fitted in elsewhere. But but we can turn around and to our advantage. Mm. Um, but you, you're talking about Lombardo. It's it's different times, isn't it? Now we've got social media, the internet, and such like. Lombardo was such a surprise, but you know who knows how long that was that was in the running and and sorting that deal out in the first place. You know they could have been working on it for months and and kept mm. it quiet. Somebody's just got a sneeze in I don't know somewhere, and it's all over the internet now, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, it and, and it, it just makes makes these times so different. So, yeah. it's it was like the old Eddie Howe thread that went on for ages, didn't it? I think that was the longest thread ever on the Homestale, and it, it, it's just conjecture, and, and it's just so frustrating not knowing for sure. But I know that you know we a few of those in the know had got wind of it maybe three or four weeks ago and, and were quite certain of it. But there was there's still that underlying, oh, West Ham are going to come in and nick him. Or, oh, yeah. You know, it's 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 always yeah, bloody West Ham, isn't it? Yeah. No, the twists and turns, and we were all talking about it, talk, saying, well, I know we're, uh, we were talking last week, Mikey was saying that even though it was being reported as, um, you know, being incredibly close, you just, you, we've had this before, you know, we go back to Ross McCormack and you go back to David Nugent and all that kind of stuff. Mm. People, where people, we've got hundreds of pages on message boards about all these players <laughs> and, they end, and they end up without any kind of, um, you know, any kind of actual re- resolution. It's, it, it, you know, you just kind of expected this to pan out the same way. But I mean, it had been going on obviously a long, long time. Uh, just to sort of round off, I asked people on Twitter. Uh, just to give us a few comments on what they thought at the start. Um, Carl Mortimer said, silly season started already. Um, Lawrence Wolf went for, there might be some truth in this, way out of our league. Uh, Daniel Stone, nice name to be linked with, will be way out of our reach. So it's all that kind of stuff. It's like, and, yeah, and we, we almost thought, we almost thought, oh, great, you know, we're, we're being linked with these players. Isn't it great to now be linked with these names? We probably won't get them, but we're being talked about, and that's the most important thing. And, uh, you know, to go from that to actually physically signing a, a player of, you know, what you'd call a world-class player. He was, you know, the, the French manager was was desperate to get him into the side because, he, you know, he thought he was the heartbeat of that team from midfield there. And they've got a tremendous squad. So, you know, this is a but, really, really huge thing. Um, what, what you've got to remember, Chris, I know, sorry, Joel, I know you've said me, what you've got to remember now, the last two seasons have been getting established I mean I don't know whether we can say we're established in the third season because it could come and bite us on the bum but we've we did we've played well we've played attractive attacking football and players that we've 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 brought through albeit for a couple of seasons with Bilassi from Bristol City but look how much he's come on and we've got an exciting team and a team it's so good to have a team that players of Kabai's calibre actually want to play with yeah, you know, I'm could sure you imagine not, yeah. of going Stoke or somewhere like that? No disrespect to Stoke, but you know, well, they, they do play attractive football now. But it's it's it just shows how much we've come up in stature and and names out there. What are we thirty French's club now? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just think I think it's a bigger jump than I ever expected. Uh, Patrick's back, so we'll give him a shout in a second. But Joe, go on. We're not the first richest club now. We've just done our bollocks. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I think I think there's there's two things here. Firstly, massive kudos, huge kudos to the club for for being able to persuade a, a player of of his ilk to come to us, regardless of of how much money's been been offered. Um, I hope we can, if you know, if we've got any figures, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, but but the other thing as well is that we. we but by having him in our side, we will gain, as the kids would say, a little bit of street cred here. Rather than being, uh, you know, being ridiculed like we have been for the last week, when it's sort of when the when social media has gone into almost a hot world, you know, hyperdrive. Um, yeah. When it looked like he was coming to us, and then West Ham's all their fans saying, you, you know, he'd rather come to us. We're a bigger club. We're, a, you know, I have a huge argument with well, not argument, but conversations. I said, yeah, you're a bigger club, but you're not a better club. And you haven't been a better club than us for two years. So, you know, the, the natural step up is if he wants to come to you, he might as well come to us. He'd be a step down going to West Ham. Surely it would be. 
Um, yeah. you know, even though, even if they've got a borrowed stadium next year. But anyway, the, 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 you know, the, the kudos of, of us getting getting that is, is surely will now lead to to other players. Will, will lead to better players. Again, well, you know, let's let's have a look at who this, you know, who Crystal Palace really are. Definitely, um, and, and we'll, we'll we'll come to that again in, in a sec, Patrick. Obviously, you you haven't given your opinion so far on what you thought when the rumour first came about, and uh, can you, if you can, can you sort of lead into the moment you actually believed it was happening as well? Um, well, I I remember when it first came out. I I really, you know, wasn't sure based on the fact that obviously, you know, he was a ex Pardue player, and you weren't really sure if it made any sense. But again, I just think the Pardue effect. Has uh, has been a has been a big factor here. I just think the fact that he managed his player and has managed players of of his ilk in the past just made mm. it more feasible to me. So I think that people who you know want to you know kill Palace for having the nerve to sign a kind of player like this don't understand that the power of Pardew really in this case. And I think that that's a thing that I really kind of always kind of believed that you know maybe we wouldn't sign him, but we were definitely linked more than just you know paper and uh, agent talk. So I think that the Pardew effect has been a, a big deal here. And I really like what I heard from him today. You know, just just going quickly to what he said. I like he's yeah. talking about you know finishing you know top ten. We've done it before in Newcastle and want to make you know bring a cup to you know Palace. That's kind of thing we haven't heard from players that have signed for before. So I think that's gonna you know really gonna up our game as far as credibility as Jello said before. Just as and just as far as uh, you know getting better players to come to our club. Yeah, it does, it, you're right. It does link really well with what Joe's saying. I know he's going to add to that in a second, but just to sort of bridge that gap, really, we're talking about um, the fact he's played for Pardew before. But you're right in what you said. Uh, Kabai was saying was impressive because he pointed out that he actually he'd been watching Palace as soon as he took uh, Pardew took over. And obviously, it's not just about the man, what he's done in the past. It's about what he did at Palace and what he turned Palace into. You look at the form that that that. Um, we showed under Alan Pardew. Please ignore the dogs in the background. <laughs> 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 the, the, the form that um, we actually showed, and not just the form, the, the way we played. I mean, our away form was absolutely outrageous. Um, we were something like sixth place in the league, if you count it, just from the moment Alan Pardew took over. That's what we're talking about here. And it's actually, I think mm. it's that as, as much as the reputation Pardew has. Um, Jill. <laughs> Sorry, just, just, um, didn't I? Sorry. Just, just, uh, my only, my only thing is, I, I, I just want to get the negativity out of the way first because okay. that now he was, he was actually went on strike. This is this mm. is a, a right under under Pardew. right now. Now I, I'm a, I'm a little bit miffed as to everyone keeps using the Pardew link, but you know if he went if he, I'd like to know the truth really or try and find out oh. sort of what what. The, I did a little There's bit no of, secrets. There's no uh, secrets. It's on the internet. Yeah, I did a little bit of digging in that, and I sort of read some, went back into some forums of, of Newcastle at the time. It's really quite time-consuming, and I really shouldn't have been doing that. I should have been working. But I thought I'd have a look anyway. <laughs> um, and it seems to have been that the actual fallout was between Ashley and um, Kabai. And obviously, he's still... Exactly. Pardew wasn't happy, but obviously, you know, and he was quoted in the press um, accordingly. But uh, yeah, it, it, it seemed to be between between the fallout was Ashley and uh, Kabai, rather than Pardew. I mean, that would certainly make sense given that the two have now reunited. Does that help, Joel? Well, so, yeah, I'm, I, that that myths me even more. Going just going off offline a little bit, but why Mike Ashley is rucking with his own players? 
He's a ridiculous man. It just sounds like a terrible situation up Newcastle. You sort of the mm. more you like I say, the more you dig, the more you understand why their fans actually want him gone. Um, but anyway, it, it, you know, it, it's concentrate on concentrate on us. I'm actually um, needed to clear up really. Mm. I actually like the bloke a bit more now. I know he's gone on strike. Well done. Really? <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> the lefty in the team. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um, no, in all seriousness, I, there's a, there's a good point to be made in there. That I mean, uh, it was it was during the, during the time that he wanted to join Arsenal. But you, you know, and obviously he's tried to force something there. But it seemed to have been that the, the indication was it wasn't like a random fallout with Mike Ashley. It was that Mike Ashley had made promises to him, supposedly. You know, that is all rumor, of course. But Mike Ashley had made promises with him about how he'd be allowed to leave, and then simply refused because he didn't get and if you look at what Mike Ashley did he stopped him going for 10 million quid and got him sold him for 19 million a few months later so you know in, in a way he's he's still been proven that his decision was correct for him financially because he's running running that club as, as a business but I mean look, let's move on from that we, we're told that Pardew and Parrish as well and Kabai made a point of thanking the two of them worked really really hard to convince him so I mean that's a positive that comes out of it and you can take that on face value which which I do to a degree I think we know we know how hard Steve Parrish works and everything to do to do with Palace. He, he sold his business to do it to focus on it full time. You know, it's his it's his obsession, it's his passion, and you know we've made huge progress under him. But I think that there's got to be you know okay, let's we've got to talk about it. Was the reason was that the sole reason he joined, or do we think that these rumours of other clubs being interested were all a bit of you know let's barter over the contract, or was it you know simply that there were no other bids, there was no nothing else turned down. Um, you know, what, what do you think, Patrick? No, I definitely think there was a other teams involved and other things involved, but um, I think uh, that that's what football, footballers do nowadays. I mean, I'd say, it's, you know, it's not just about, you know, where you want to go play. It's more about, you know, who's got the best deal that, you know, that you can offer. Once you sign for a club, all of a sudden that club becomes the team you want to play for and everything's, everything's rosy. So I definitely think there was some, you know, an, a, a, a little bit of, you know, wanting to go somewhere else possibly or wanting to get more people involved maybe West Ham, and maybe a couple other clubs. But I think eventually, I think he also kind of wanted to come to here. I think he likes London. He talked about, you know, liking London, etc. And, uh, you know, it's a good place for him to be to expose himself. So I think that um, there definitely was a, a, a level of, you know, other things involved, not just, you know, let's say you want to come to Crystal Palace. You're, you're, you're quite a cynic as well, Joe. What do you reckon? He, he obviously <laughs> hasn't seen Fulton Heath yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love London. Really? Okay. <laughs> Set you up in a little gaff down in Norbury somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, listen, I'm just, I'm just so pleased. I mean, the, yeah. other, the other thing as well is, you know, and it, it, it's uh, as Parish turned around and said, or someone turned around and said, you know, uh, 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 who's got the right to say that there are more signings to come. Has someone yeah. come out and said that? Uh, I'm pretty sure someone said it on Talksport uh, today. He said up to three more. Yeah, it doesn't well, think we'll, we'll get them all, but. Um, and we'll talk about who they might be um, towards to the end of this pod. Go on, Nick. It's good no, to be Nick. aiming higher. Um, I think part of um, Kabaya's reasoning as well was he, he he wasn't getting in the French team because he wasn't getting picked yeah. enough for PSG. So I'd imagine even if a bigger, t- a bigger inverted commas team did come in for him, he, he wouldn't be able to guarantee the start. I'm pretty sure that he's, he's going to be a, a start every week. Uh, um, I just feel a bit sorry for Johnny Williams because he's like pushed. Hmm. Well, 
I think I know what Nick was going to say. First, I mean, sorry for Johnny Williams because he's going to be pushed aside by this signing. Of, but um, I mean, you know, that's more than really... Johnny Williams. More than yeah. more than Johnny Williams. Exactly. What, about, I mean, what about much? You've got yeah, you've got much. You've also got the fact you've got to try and fit Ledley, Jedinak, and MacArthur in the midfield as well. And Punchin's playing in behind the striker, which is another well, surely one. Surely MacArthur, MacArthur must be. Here. Yes, surely must be a give. So exactly, I mean, you're, 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 just got another three, another three years added to his contract. That, that you know, that's a, that, again, that's a huge statement of, in, of intent. Giving him, mm. you know, him signing three years. So he's obviously been promised players. So and you got Shamak as well to play in, you know, in behind the striker as well. So you all of maybe, a sudden, um, the squad it is a squad game. We know that, and we wanted to add quality to the squad, but it's one hell of a headache for Pardew. Um, Patrick, maybe first, they, um, oh, yeah, this is, this is the thing, though, Chris. Um, you know, I remember watching Crystal Palace play. Uh, I was actually watching a little bit today, the Spurs match, when we played, you know, we first game that came back. And, you know, you had Jose Campania uh, yeah. and, and the likes of him in the midfield. And I was to myself, you know what, we just we didn't have enough quality in our in our lineup. And I think that if you watch how Jason Punchin has progressed over the last, you know, the last half of that of last season, he mm-hmm. became the kind of player that we need four or five more of. He, he produced... Great plays. He was great on free kicks. He was passing. Was brilliant. And you have to have players like that in in this league to, to progress. And 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 Kabai just that kind of players. So if it pushes out players that don't have that quality, I have no problem with that. But then again, you also have to look at the fact that every game is different, and you're going to need players to play against you know the Sunderlands of the world or the Leicester's, and then obviously the Arsenal and the Chelsea teams. And it's going to be different. So I don't think the that's going to be an issue. I think it's more that we had we had to have quality. We just added a tremendously quality player who's going to who's going to up the game of guys like Balassi and Zaha. Do you see what they tweet out? They both tweet yeah, out yeah. You know, how yeah. happy they were that he signed. I mean, you, you just know it's going to raise the level of every player on that team. I think that's going to be a, a really good thing. I mean, I think that Johnny Williams and those guys, you know, if they're fit and they can compete, they will play, you know, some some role. But if they can't, they won't. And that's just how football is. So I'm just happy yeah. to have a player of this quality in our in our team. I, I totally agree with that, and you're right. You know, signing signing quality pushes other players. You know, it also yeah. helps you attract quality, which is something that Gerald's exactly. mentioned. And will right. come back to, but you're right. It makes pe- it pushes people. And if you think, you know, Mila Yednak is going to let his place go to someone else, you've got exactly. another thing coming. Mm-hmm. You think that Joe Ledley and you know, or James McArthur are going to think, "Oh, I'm happy sitting on the bench." They're not going right. to be. They're going to give it their all, and it, it does. Yep. It puts people on their toes, and also, like you say, the the likes of Balassi and, and Zaha, who got so excited about it, they have to tweet. <laughs> you know, Zaha barely tweets at all anymore. But he's, 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 a lot, yeah. he doesn't tweet at all anymore. So when he does, you, you, you take notice, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Nick? I've just had a wildly outrageous thought because I'm still kind of in cloud cuckoo land. Is it related it is, to... No, you, we've been talking about the amount of players and you're talking about March and Williams and yeah. um, all those others that we've got. Perhaps... We are, you know, what's the next step for Palace? Is it Europe? Is it Europa? You know, if we can finish sixth with Pardew under, then we're going to need the players. And maybe if we've got the players a bit ahead of ourselves before we qualify, then you don't get caught out like Holwer with not enough players and trying to bring bring them in quickly and getting players in that don't necessarily fit the team. But you know, we we've got players we can slot in and out in pretty much every position and without doing too much damage to how good we are now. I'll let Joe take that one, go on, Joe. <clears throat> right, excuse me. Um, right, a, a, a few months back, I, I, we sort of touched on this, and I turned around and said, I remember listening to Steve Parrish at like six o'clock in the morning on Five Live, and there was a big sort of interview with three or four journalists. Everyone was on the light at the same time, and the interviewer, the, the main interviewer, said to Steve Parrish, "So, where do you see, you know, Palace in five years?" And he said, 
in Europe, and they all started laughing. And when they stopped laughing, Parrish went, what? Why are you <laughs> laughing? And then it was a BBC Five Live interview, and, and you can almost sort of see, you know, and he has told us, he, he sort of, he wanted three years premiership, five years Europe. Right. And, but, and you can't, you know, the guy, and I, and I, I know, you know, we, a lot of people give him stick, and he's sort of, Without without promising, you know, he's he's chased people and he's and it's up until not not you know obviously not now but and not last year because we we've we've definitely upped our game with some of the players that we've been bringing into the club, mm. but you know he, he's he's gradually stepped the levels up. He's not just gone in and done what QPR done and gone and done their bollocks and bought an absolute mountain of players on ridiculous wages, all individuals. You know, it, we we bring in players that are, that come into our ethos, come into our, that that will fit, and obviously someone has turned around and you know this seems more than a chairman buy, you know, like we when back when we had um, uh, Holloway, you know, he's just I'm sure Holloway was just sitting there and getting phone calls, going, I've just bought you this bloke, and he's like, all right then, mate, no, thank you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that's the way that it went, but but now it seems like a, a, a you know a little bit further forward. But we're just gradually on this this upward step, you know. And, mm. I, and I just think that again, if we you know everyone's going oh we you know, Europe, but if we finish tenth again next year, the thing is tenth again next year gets us two hundred million quid, mm. and yeah. that is a is a is a. I'm just watching the sky now, and it just says. Just got a bit of back a buy come up for an undisclosed club record fee, but anyway, um, but you know that two hundred million puts yeah. us in a ballpark that we can only dream of. Exactly. Um, we'll, we the next the next topic I want to talk about is money, and it's going to be specifically the money we've spent on Kabai. Um, but just I want to take a little point you were making there, actually, Joe. You're talking about. Um, the levels, you know, taking it up levels, Steve Parrish taking it, the club up a level and then up another level and up a level. For me, that's what I love about Palace under CPFC 2010 because all, all I ever want as a Palace fan is to, to feel that we can progress the season after the season we've just had. You know, so, and I thought the higher we get, the harder that's going to be. But the way that Parrish in particular has gone about it has been very methodical. You know, he's listened to people. If you go back to the very, very first interviews we did with, with Steve, and he was talking about um, how Dougie Friedman had been saying to him that it's, it's about setting standards. It's about saying that this is what we want to do and this is what we want to be and making people come up to that standard. And, and then, you know, and if people who can't, they go and you bring in people who can. And that's how he's, he's actually almost carried that through for me. And, you know, he's, like I say, he seems to have picked up bits the whole way through. And, he's, and obviously he's got his own, he knows all... You can see today. You know, he knows exactly what to how to market the club and how to get the best possible return for a for someone who wants to invest in terms of uh, advertising. You know, Mansion will be laughing their heads off. They've signed this huge deal with us and what have you. And the first thing that happens is, you know, they got a worldwide trending topic on Twitter <laughs> of some yeah. French international holding up mm. their logo, and you're just thinking, that's just. I mean, you know, that's that's planned. That's quite clearly planned. Everyone knows it's planned, but it just shows you how smart. It is, you know, at the, at the top of the, the football club. It's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. And that's, our, um, our, our, our parish is that clever within his working environment. Yeah, that he's bringing his working environment into our football club. Yeah, and and he's he's done that from day one, really. But he, but the key thing is he's done it. But at the same time, he's listened. 
You know, he's listened to fans, he's listened to the people at the club. And, you know, when he's when he's decided, OK, I've listened, but I don't want to do what you're saying I should, he's gone and done what he wanted to do anyway. Right. So it's, it's, it's just brilliant to watch. Patrick, you, you next. Sorry. Yeah, Chris, I mean, and that's the thing that people are not understanding, and I, and I, and I kind of laugh. Uh, we're a different club than we were, than we were five years ago. People want to always yeah. say, and I, and I get it, I've been a Palace fool for over 40 years, so I get it. I get the whole negativity part, but you oh, can just geez. tell that this man, and I'm showing off, <laughs> this man has a has a plan. It's not the same old Crystal Palace. It's just not. It's just, it, you can tell. We've progressed every year under, under, these, under the leadership of these men, and he just knows what he's doing. And like I, you had mentioned before about Holloway and how Holloway was so, was so uh, um, you know, scatterbrained with his approach, but the thing was, we learned from that. You know, we've been in the league now three years. We've learned from that. He, he mentioned the other day, uh, Parrish, about uh, about our scouting uh, network uh, in Europe. I, I think I'm seen on, on uh, Eagles, one of those uh, online things. And he mentioned, I guess, Tim Coe and how Tim Coe has, has information on all these different players we didn't have two, three years ago. I mean, yeah. how scouting is so much better than it used to be. We just, we just, we're just more a premiership team than we've ever been in the past. So people who are so negative about, oh, same old pads, you can't sign this gun player. They don't understand we're a different palace. And if when we get that into our head and into our mindset, People will be more, you know, more relaxed because this is not the same. It's not your dad's because of the past, I like to say. Just a different team. <laughs> yeah. Different no, we, but he can also, we can also learn. He's all, he can also learn off of QPR and Tottenham. I mean, absolutely. look at what Tottenham did absolutely. with 100 million quid right. plus. They wasted they, it. Right. They absolutely done their dough. And QPR, yeah. QPR have just, it's the biggest lesson to it. I mean, I, could, I, I don't know if you've seen, I tweeted something about Watford. Watford actually trying to buy themselves a new team for next year. They're just buying <laughs> so everybody. Exactly, Seriously. Yeah. You, Honestly, you they're just you, buying players. Yeah. They have. They they they're going to have to start binning players from last last year because they I mean, their squad is going to be absolutely vast. But it, it's they can just, just loan them out to you, Danazi. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they could, or someone else, or a Spanish team. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it must be it must be frustrating for 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 Parish. But but you can just see that, that, that like you say, it, he as as a fan, and he's been a fan as 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 long as me, you, and Nick. Patrick, you know, he's. I'm older, but 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 right. the thing is, the thing is that this is the way that I see it with him, right? That they're all roughly the same age, those guys, and they're all they're all passionate fans, and by buying the club, they get to do what they want. We and and but 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 now they're getting the experience, and they're they, 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 Yeah, exactly. But 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 you can see it, it, when Parish took over Tag, I think they were making a million a year. I think that's the, the stat I heard. When he when he left them, they were a global company, and 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 he's you know he's selling his shares got him that huge amount of money. You can see why. You know, right. I, I I heard a, a, a fantastic stat. I can't. I'm not going to tell you the amount. I told you this the other day, Chris. I'm not going to tell you the amount, mm. everyone. But and I'm not going to tell you the person. But I know. I was I was told a bit of information the other day where someone gave themselves a bonus. And it was more money than you can... I'll tell you what, I'll say it, and, it, and you'll have to edit it out, Chris. Basically, oh, no, 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 no. No, just don't say it, okay. Just don't say right. it. Cause it, it, was uh, it was 175 million quid. Yeah. Paid himself 175 million quid. Now, that's why we don't... Wait, our, club. What, at, at our club or at some company? Yeah. No, his company paid oh, him. No. 175 million quid bonus, and, you, and uh, but what I'm saying to you is, you know, people say, "Oh, you haven't, West Ham going, you haven't got any money." We, we've got loads of money, but we're just not wasting it like them. We're not going out and paying ridiculous money unless we need to. 
you know, obviously, and we said for ages, Patrick, that, you know, that, we said it all last season, that if we do want to, you know, and I was rubbish for this. If you do want to... about spending the money for a striker, right? Yeah, exactly. But we've just done it on a midfielder. But the, right. the greatest thing about this is this guy <laughs> is creative. Just and that's not front. what we've had. We haven't had cre- a creative midfielder. And that is what I'm hoping is that, that, that you know, by doing this big money... I mean, are we talking about the wages? Does anyone know how much he's on? Well, we don't, do we? Because obviously you had the speculation in the mirror that it's 100 grand. And this is obviously, this takes me neatly onto the next bit, really. So in terms of money, you've got this sort of, what I would call a bitter sort of jealous type of fan who are immediately focusing on the speculated wages in the press saying, oh, it's 100, one of them was Newcastle fans claiming it's 120 grand a week. We're not spending 120 grand a week on Johan Kabay, uh, even with probably adults, bonuses, all that kind of right. stuff. We're just not Don't doing do it. it. Uh, there's, there's no way. But I can pretty much guarantee he's probably he's on a wage that we haven't paid anyone else. Um, <laughs> That's you know sure. what I mean? Um, well, if, Dan, but, if Dan's just signed a new, a new deal for, you know, apparently for 65000 a week, that's, I bet that's almost double what he was on last. Yeah, week. but all these all these players that we're, we're I mean we'll talk about him in a sec. But all these players that we're re-signing on new contracts. I mean, MacArthur's a great example. He's only been at the cover season. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. yet, we're, yet we've got we've you know we've gone and given him another three years. So he'll be on he'll be on a proper wedge. They're being rewarded. There's you know the the club's yeah. doing the right thing by saying to players, look, whatever we sign you on, if you've made us a top ten club, and if you're you're producing to the point where other teams are going to want to come in and get you, we're going to re- actually reward you. And that's a great thing to do with a football club, just like it is in any other business. If you, if you take your top people and go, you're going to get rewarded for being a top guy. It, it, it that's works. what we've never been able to do. That's what we've never been able exactly. to do. Or we've exactly. never tried to do because all we've gone is going, Oh really? You want my money? Okay. Now you're for sale. Just very quick. I know it's me, me, me. What's going on with Belassi? Does anyone know? Nothing. Really. Well, that's what I'm saying. All of a sudden, it was Liverpool were interested, Spurs were interested. You know, I know we put a price on his head, but every price is negotiable. But all of a sudden, he's sending out tweets saying, "I'm really pleased, Kabai's here." I mean, yeah, yeah, again, isn't it? Well, yeah, go on. Is it? Is it? You know, I mean, that to me. That if we could keep him for another year, I mean, we 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 have the right to get really excited. I think honestly, Joe, I know exactly where you're coming from on this because I I was convinced we'd lose him in the summer, especially based on things I heard at the start of last season. But um, things panned out a very different way as I thought they were going to, and and soon at the end of the season, I still thought the performances by the by the end of the season for Belassi were, were and the hype he was getting. I thought someone's gonna someone's gonna take a, a, a risk on him. But but it and it did seem that way. It did seem that his agent was pushing because of all the stories that were. You, and again, I say that with, you, you, I'm taking a leap from all these stories appearing about who he's going to go to. Generally speaking, that comes from an agent pushing for a move or potentially a new contract. And I'm, I think it was the former. But you're right; it's gone so quiet. And and I that might be because we've slapped a massive price tag on him, or that might just be because he suddenly thought, actually, you know, the ambition of this club. I didn't think it was going to be. This I didn't think I'd be playing alongside Johan Kabay or, you know, supplying across to potentially someone like Austin or Remy. You know, I didn't think that we were going to show that level of ambition. So I want to hang around to see how it goes. There's a strong possibility that that sort of thing is the case. Certainly, players are affected by, you know, playing alongside big names. Just like we, we talked all season about referees being affected by big names. It's the same with players. You know, if, 
you know, it's it's it's, it's great stuff. It really is. Um, <laughs> so, see, you can't you can't see us in the background, Chris, because you haven't got your camera on. But we're all that is correct. <laughs> we're all we just haven't listened to you for the last two minutes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> visual gags. I think it's time for adverts or something, innit? <laughs> no, it absolutely isn't. We've got two more things to talk about. So, so, you absolute scumbags. So, Velassi, see, the thing is, I, I, I've said for ages, right, that, that all Gail needed is. Do you, the other thing, do you, what do you think? Let me say, everybody, all Gail needed was someone that can put a ball through for him. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's for me. And, and I'll tell you for why. What, we, we all know what he can do. And, and, and regardless of whether he's got a bad attitude or whatever, you know, there's loads of footballers out there with, with terrible attitudes that get on and, and, and do the stuff. And he did, when he was given a chance, got on and did the stuff. But it, you, you could see the kind of plays. He's a very much on the shoulder player. Like the, the third goal against Liverpool, probably his most famous goal, was that, that chest off of Murray, you know, that... that that, ch- that guy did chest through. He was on the shoulder of the of the of the centre back, but you know a little bit of anticipation, and he was in and, and goal and done. Now, if he's got someone with a bit of goal and a bit of skill and a bit of class feeding him, I just think I just think we we don't need to be looking for a forward. You know, if Shamak comes back, then he's a hold up forward. If we keep Murray, it's a, it, for me, Murray is a thirty two year or thirty one year old complete package for me. He is perfect. He can take penalties. He probably can take a free kick. Well, I don't need to say free kicks, but, you know, he, he, he is great in the air. He, he just is ag. And I love that no one wants to play against Glenn Murray because he, yeah, yeah. he will kick you. He will just run you into the ground. And if, he, if all he does, he does it for 30 minutes every week. It's perfect for me. And I think, you know, I, I, going on to Charlie Austin, I, I, I just think, I just... If Charlie Austin's going to cost us 15 million plus and he's going to cost us 70 to 80,000 pounds a week in wages, then I think we, you know, if Murray can do it for another year, we take our chances and look for another forward in another year. But I think, what do you, you know. What do you think of um, Austin plus players deal then rather than all that money? Well, so, Chris, I'm on. That's something you're yeah, going to talk yeah, about yeah. later, isn't it? But, well, no, uh, to be honest, it's a, good, it's a good point I was just going to make to Joe because obviously he's talking about Gale and then moved on to Austin. Now, obviously, the, one of the players who may end up being offered to QPR could be Dwight Gale. I think, I think the club have sort of closed, potentially closed the book on him, which I kind of agree with Joe is a bit of a shame um, in that I'd like to see him um, you know, playing with, with a bit more creativity behind him but at the same time I, I think there's a very specific type of striker we're looking for Murray fits the bill absolutely and although Joe was channeling this channeling the spirit of Alex White um, he was <laughs> I say that Alex isn't dead everyone uh, he's, when I say spirit anyway um, it, he yeah he, I mean Murray's, he's Murray's quick. great Murray's he great Austin? Is, is Austin got any pace He's not, you know, he's not, he's no, he's no slouch, but he is more the Murray type of forward. Um, Remy's no. the one I want. Remy is the one that I want us to sign because really, he's got his, his movement and pace, and he's exactly what you're talking about with Murray. Ag, aggro, causing causing the defenders grief all game. That's Remy's game. He just does not let up, and I think, you know I think, yeah, go on. He plays well with uh, Kabai too. I watched a few uh, some stuff on YouTube with him, and when he was at Newcastle, he and Kabai were linked up very, very well. 
Mm. Definitely, yeah, a good shout. And again, if he's someone we can bring in, great. Uh, but I think that would certainly spell the end for uh, for Dwight Gale, unfortunately. But Gale is one that, that I've championed, and I know you have, Joe, for quite some time as well. There's some, there's a really terrific striker in there. Um, I think he's he's been found out in certain games with regards to movement and hold up play. Um, but that's something might, that you, know, be, you could yeah, develop. He's not, he's not six foot two and fourteen stone. No, no, he's yeah, a, so not yeah. on the shoulder pace player. That's the thing, you know. I just just see a bit on Sky Sports. It said without Pardew get being involved, he don't think Parish has just said he doesn't think Kabai would have come. So more kudos to to, to, to Pardew. I agree with that. But uh, yeah, I I truly believe. I truly, truly believe that that Dwight Gale can. I I don't see why people. I think he'd score bundle a bundle of goals at at another club. I really do. Just give it a run. I do think he'll be that. That club will be a championship club, and I think we'll look at it from afar and think, "Oh God, we've uh, we shouldn't have let him right. go." Right, right, right. But, but let's see. Let's see how it pans out. You never know. He might get a chance. You know, we all, we all thought about Murray about you know six months into the season or whatever. Six months, about about a couple of months into the season, we thought Murray was gone. He'd gone on loan to Reading. We thought we'd never see him again. Yeah. You know, and and it was a what was it? It was Fraser Campbell getting injured that just gave him a chance, one chance, and he took it. Um, and then so the, Campbell, um, is he going to be gone? Is he going to be gone? Campbell's gone. He's one of the names linked with um, a QPR swap deal for Austin. How many um, family you know, players are we got giving them? Are we giving them half a dozen? I've had two. Um, the thing is, the thing on that again, the, the the discussion point on that is that obviously they're owed a, uh, Burnley are owed a sell-on fee for Austin. So if you make it up with players, then they're not owed as much money. So it yeah. works out better for QPR. But obviously the problem with that is then obviously. Um, QPR afford, affording the way affording it is a bit spiteful affording the wages of the players coming in because you imagine Campbell's probably on a bit because you know he was on a bit of Cardiff and probably the same if you think about the likes of maybe Mariapa might be offered that sort of stuff but anyway let's not get dragged into that last little couple of bits on goodbye and and then we'll have a, a short break and come back and talk about Scotty Dan um one of the things that I, it was a, I suppose it's a bit of a negative you've got to try and sort of look through all the posts and people are saying and sort of trying to think around the issue and try and find if there is a negative of anything and some people have made the point that for 18 months ago he was at Newcastle you know like when you know when they visited Sellers Park and he, he was responsible for playing us off the park on his own basically you know that's the standard he was at then he struggled to get into the team at PSG um you know he's it's 18 months on. Will he, will he make the same kind of difference? And, and where do we think he'll play and that kind of stuff? And I, I can't, obviously I can't answer it. I don't watch French football really. I haven't seen much of Kabai as a PSG player, but um, I suppose, it, is it a concern to any of you guys? Nick, start with you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the tricky thing, isn't it? I, I haven't seen Kabai play much and I didn't take much notice him at Newcastle. I'm just I'm just on the buzz that everybody else is that he's this supposedly world class player. I mean why was he being left out? Do we know? Uh well they they signed uh Verratti they had in midfield there, someone else as well whose name escapes me. But they got you know, they basically he joined a, a club that was been funded by a huge, huge amount of money. Uh, off the field who could just go out you know they're sort of up there with the likes of Man City in terms of who they can go out and buy and the wages that they can pay so he ended up being a, a small fish in a big pond rather than the, the you know yeah. vice versa I'm, so, I'm, I'm just also wondering uh, whether Parrish as part of the deal to get him over to try and persuade him was to take him up to Crystal Palace Park and say look we've got two Eiffel Towers brilliant uh, Jill 
Boo, you stole that off Twitter. That's it. You thief. So I made um, it up myself. I've made up a... I've mocked up a, a, yeah, a new... Yeah. Remember the palace badge bit? I had the... Uh, I made a PSG, but a palace one, with an eagle on top of the telly tower. Okay. All right, let's listen. Is it, I mean, the other, the other thing is, you say, you've, you've asked it, it's a £10 million question. If he does it, it's fantastic. And if he doesn't, then we've done our, we've done our plums, haven't we? So, yeah. but, you know, the other, the other thing as well is the, 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 the add-ons, apparently, you know, we're pretty sure we're going to be close to the, the, the money that they're talking about as being rumoured to be talked about. Mm. Um, so, £3 million in add-ons. That, that's that's to him the three million. So he's basically looking at, at, at every year of like a a Pulis style check going into his account. If we get better and better, so yeah. uh, only we're just hoping he's a little bit more honourable and stays. Um, but, but, I like, <laughs> sorry, I like that. <laughs> but no, cool. you know what I'm saying. He's just. Yeah, yeah. He, but so so I, I'm I'm just I'm just. Uh, listen, he's every Newcastle fan. That, that's been been on that's tweeted have said firstly that if he goes to Palace they're going to cry so they're yeah. crying <laughs> but they've also said that he is absolute quality and listen yeah. the other thing as well you look at someone like Frank Lampard I thought he would be perfect for Palace it's only the fact that he's getting whatever he's 170 a week in the MLS but he, he, he just will be he doesn't need to run anymore does he, he and that's the other thing as well he doesn't this if he's got enough quality then, then MacArthur's going to be doing the running. He just needs to be the player, and 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 I don't think you you lose your ball passing ability or your or your guile or your cleverness or or anything. So I think that's why we he bought him. Better, he is, he's just a, well, he might get better with age, um, like Murray for me. But anyway, I, I just I just purely think I just purely think that he's that he is that, that, like I say the level the next level up. And um and if we can get another two or three players, maybe another centre back of his of his ilk, you know, and uh I mean but you know, people are gonna look at us now, but other players are gonna look and go, you know what, I think I played with Kabai, he's the nuts. I fancy a bit of that. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can see our club being contacted by players. That's well, it. Oh yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. Now, now I, I feel that instead of us going to them and being maybe begging or, you know, we're having to play over overinflated wages you know, I, I just feel that this is a huge, huge, huge thing for us. I really do. Is it a new dawn, Joe? A new dawn for the Palace? <laughs> serious, serious question. New... Have, we, yeah. have we really yeah, no, 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 no. with his signing do you know, and do you know what? Do you know what? sponsorship? And... Maybe, maybe, do you know what? It, it just, it, that I've, I've, I've said it before. I just think that, it, you know, you hear the negativity side about about a, a lot of stuff about Steve Parrish, but everything about Parrish is 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 win. He's a winner, and 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 he just seems to be. He doesn't care what he does as long as he gets his own way, and, and a lot of people don't like him for that. But he's just he's just good for us. He's so good for us. You know, it, it's um, it's it's just you know the man is just a the man is just a he's moved us on. In, he said, "You t- you tell me whether you ever thought that we will be sp- spending this kind of money on a player." I know we keep going back to five years ago; we were nearly gone, but we got to forget about that. We've moved on, but we keep moving on and moving yep. up. Yeah, like just, did, did you did you ever think this, Patrick? Did you ever think that we'd be that we'd be looking like you know signing players like him? Um, 
Honestly, I, I hope that one day we would, but I didn't think it would become this fast, I'll be honest with you. I thought maybe in a couple of years when we would really get that extra TV money, we could. But just going back to the PSG uh, side, Chris, mm. um, you're talking about a team that's maybe the top six size in, in all of the you know, all of Europe. They've got a yeah, bit of Lucas Moura, Thiago Mata, Blaise Matuidi, and Marco Verratti, and Javier Pastore, the fifth midfielder. I mean, if he can't get to the midfield, I'm not really worried about it because that is a world-class midfield. So the fact that you yeah. can get into their midfield, and that's the same thing that beat Chelsea in the Champions League. So, I mean, PSG is an excellent side. So the fact that he, didn't, he wasn't able to get into that side doesn't really bother me. He played 18 times. I believe he played 18 times for this season, which is a lot for me, yeah. for a guy that play all the time. So I think he's going to add so much to our team, bring so much to our team, uh, bring, you know, uh, attract players to us. I think, I think it's a really, really, uh, you know, a, just a really great signing for us. Exactly, and, and let's not forget the reason he's moving is because uh, both him, he and the French manager want him to spearhead their Euro 2016 campaign, you know. They see him as that important a player, so at international level, he's, you know, he's, he's the heartbeat of the French team, so that yep. tells you everything you need to know, really. Um, okay, great, brilliant. Well, um, well, last little bit, well, Joe, you sort of touched on it about the perception that players might have... Um, on, of, of Palace changing, you know, they might want to, you know, suddenly might want to play alongside these players. It certainly isn't. A, you think the attacking players we've got is just phenomenal, but for me, I, I want to see, I want to see it change the perception partly of Palace fans because we are all very negative and we have got this history that makes us a little bit oh, where we're going, we're going to mess it up at the last moment like we always do. But I think, I think we are slowly changing, and that and that's great to see. But it's for me, it's other. It's other supporters as well. It's, I don't like... I, part of me likes the fact that we're an underdog, but I don't like the level of disrespect shown when we're... You know, it's like, what the hell has happened? Goodbye, sign for Palace. It's ridiculous. Yeah, OK, that's fine. We were a surprise as well. But, but the, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, no, to actually talk about us as some Timport little club, we're not a Timport little club. You know, for West Ham fans to talk down to us, we're like, actually, you know what? Like Jell said, we finished above you two years in a row. Yeah, We've a taken... Row, yep. Was it? We've taken nine points out of twelve off you in the last two years. How are we a worse club than you? Everton. What have Everton ever proved against us to think that they can come in, take Scott down, and think they can talk to like, talk down to us? Yeah, they, they right. were. You know, all these teams have done things. It's all in the past. It's not about the past. It's about now. You know, it's about what we're doing now. We're now a. We, you know, we've been eleventh and tenth in the Premier League. That's consecutive seasons. That's not. A, it's not a, an accident. We're not a joke. You know, the players that get written off, people taking the piss out of the likes of Mina Yednak and Glenn Murray and sort of talking about how half failed at Man United. These are top, top players. Absolutely. They're, only half, they're only half seasons, though, Chris, aren't they? Yeah. They're only half yeah. seasons. Half a season, you know, we've had two crap half a seasons. Imagine if we mm. put a decent season in. Exactly. If you imagine we kept the, the level of performance under Pardew up, and you think about it, we had an appalling home record. You know, partly down to the pitch, partly down to God knows where the way teams played against us. But we sort that home record out to even an average form and maintain the away record. Oh, we, we could know, be we, like West Ham oh. and win the World Cup. <laughs> exactly. <we can>. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't um, say that. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to leave... Go on. Quickly, Chris, because I'll, I'll forget about it otherwise. We've, 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 we've relayed the pitch. We've moved the pitch to the training ground. Are we going to get lots of injuries? Just a thought. Okay, um, potentially you might have heard uh, an advert there, which means obviously Whole Radio is now big time. But if you didn't, um, Whole Radio is sponsored by, what's the nearest thing I can see? BT. Vimto lorries. Lorries? Lollies. Ice lolly, Vimto ice lolly. That's what we're sponsored by. Oh, they were a pound in Sainsbury's yesterday. They're lovely. I had three out of a pack of crisps, out of a pack of six on my way home. Vimto lollies. I recommend them. Yeah, I, well, I love. I have to say, mate, I've I've done four out of six today. <laughs> there are just, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Chelsea, you not, oh, mate, they're, uh, they're one pound in Asda as well. I think they're a pound everywhere. Pound for a box of six. Oh, yeah, Vimto. Well, um, what? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> in the US? Uh, I I really don't know. Do you have Vimto in the US at all to drink? Uh, I've got to try and find out. I'd love to have that. Sounds great. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, it claims <laughs> you ask kisses. <laughs> Bye, Vimto. <laughs> the, Scott, the, Scott Dan, the Scott Dan drink Vimto. <laughs> I reckon Scott Dan does drink Vimto. Everyone drinks Vimto. It's a quality drink. You should drink Vimto. You should. Yeah. Then, do you know what? They're not on our, uh, our round of adverts, so we're never going to actually advertise Vimto g- genuinely, but we have. <laughs> we have done it. Bye, Vimto. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to fit a bye Vimto into every show from here on. Anyway, um, so Scott Dan has confirmed by Steve Parrish um, on Twitter that Scott Dan, the player of the year, has signed a new contract today. And so not officially announced, but that's about as official as you can get, isn't it? Um, mm. How big a piece of news is this, Nick? Very big, because he, I was worried about him going. There was talk about his wife wanting him to move back to the northwest. Um, there was talk about him being a scouser and so he'd want to move back up there. And he wasn't player of the year for nothing, was he? And to, to potentially lose a player of that calibre, who, who was one of the reasons we did so well this season, because he's such an assured, assured central defender. Um, you, it would have been calamitous to lose him, I think. Joe, do you think that... the, the I mean, Nick's called it calamitous. Do you think the real damage would be that when you're trying to present the image of a club that's progressing, that's on the up and is being ambitious, losing your player of the year kind of goes against all of that, doesn't it? Well, I'll put him down as a mentalist. If he wanted to move back to Liverpool from Gislehurst, I mean, <laughs> just, you know, wherever he lives. Um, we probably will with Gislehurst with all this huge amount of cash he's now being given. Um, nah, I, I mean, that would have been... That, it would have been it would have been a shame to 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 buy quality and then let and then let quality go. But like I said, I, I just I, I think there's been a change of mind, a change of a change of uh, of ethic as well. You know, when it comes to money, obviously we've had to we've we've stepped up our we've upped our game in wages because you know we're we're now saying you know to Everton, look, everyone has got a price. And you've bid eight million. You know, according to the papers, if you've bid eight million, that's not enough. Give us sixteen million, and he's yours. And they've said no chance. So you know, all these 
all he's doing is just doing what every other player was going to do. So look, you know, they've offered me X amount of and I'm really going to try and go unless you try and match it. That's just all it is. You know, I remember, you know, it's, anyway, I, I just think it's great. And again, it just shows intent that we are keeping our players. You know, I'm just really pleased that it, as long as if Balassi stays, that will be absolutely huge for us. Mm. I really do believe that keeping that attacking side will, will put us up there. We'll put us up there, you know, attack-wise in the top at least the top eight teams. I find find myself struggling to think of, of, uh, you know, certainly out wide, of who I'd rather have. I mean, there's there's players who have arguably got better consistent delivery and, you know, and creativity in terms of, you know, end product, I suppose, is the one I'm thinking of. There's players with better end product. But in terms of the sort of pace and tricks and skill and excitement they generate, I don't want to see anyone else suffer than Wilf on one wing, Blassie on the other, I have to say. But um, but we are talking about... It's, it's, sorry, I know you're going to go back to Dan, but yeah, yeah. Balassi is, is just, you pay your money to go and watch him, didn't you? Certainly, yeah. You and pay we'll, your money to watch him play down the park. Yeah. And just, and know, Wilf, he, he does Wilf things was, nobody else can. And Wilf was like that. With, um, I said the same thing about Wilf two or three years ago, and yeah. he's, he's coming back to form. We've, we've just got such a flipping good team now. <laughs> we, need the, we need the solid rock at the back. Yeah. And Dan was essential and is yeah. essential. Um, and obviously, uh, I'll just uh, get you on this one, actually, Patrick. Um, Nick's obviously done his contribution there. Um, it's, it's obviously a great piece of news. news. He, was, he was player of the year. You know, for me, MacArthur probably shaded it, but both were superb all season. Um, the talk has been, obviously, that now we're, talk, we're trying to get someone to partner him rather than obviously replace him. And there's talk of Ashley Williams and James Chester from Hull, who, is, who plays alongside Williams at the centre-back, funnily enough, for Wales and has had a great season. Um, and for, I wanted to talk about that. Is, you know, first of all, we've got Damien Delaney and Breda Hangeland, um, who both you know, signed years extensions to their contract. Right. Um, Delaney's been the vice-captain all last season, uh, but few describing him as a weak link. Do you think that that's fair, or is he the man that you would start alongside Dan? Or do you think there is a real need to get someone of you know, should we say the type of quality we've been linked with? I think what Damien brings is being you know brings a lot of passion and heart and leadership to the team. But I do think we need a, uh, an upgrade at centre back to go with Dan. The way that Dan plays, his ball playing ability, his passing, his leadership. I think we need someone um, that similar to him. Uh, in, in, you know, from that standpoint, I, again, I've, I've heard the links to Chester and Ashley. I think Ashley will be will be a tremendous uh, pickup. I can't see Swansea selling it, their captain to mm. us at all. Uh, so what, about, what about Hangerland? What about Hangerland? Uh, listen, I was I, I watched Hangerland playing that final game um, against uh, Swansea. Swansea, at, yeah, football factory here in New York, and I was championing Hangerland the entire game. I think Hangerland played brilliant in that game. He was so commanding. He made tackles. He made great passes. The thing with Hangerland, he's a little slow. And I think against the Swansea in that particular game, he was perfect. But, you know, we've seen him against certain teams. He doesn't look good. And against other teams, depending on how they play, he looks brilliant. So I like Hangland as a backup, Joe, but I don't think he's really the answer to partner Dan. I think we need to get somebody in. In the short term, I think keeping Damian Delaney as, as, a, as a partner to Dan is fine. I think a little bit long term, it's not going to be Kelly. I'm not sure Kelly can do it yet. I'd love to get a James Chester in here. Um, I like Wayne Who's, for Wales, who's James Chester? Who is he? Centre half at Hull City. He also plays for Wales. 
He, um, he's only about he's still, 20, yeah. 20, he's not 27, 28. He's a good, he's a good player, Joel. He's a good centre-back. He's, he's ex-Man U. He's, the only thing about him as a centre-back is he's not particularly tall. I think he's about 5'11", exactly, something like that. Right. Oh, no, exactly. We need, we need 6'3", 6'4". But, Joel, you know, he, play, he, he's, he excels in a back three, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'd bring play. that up. But, um, yeah. But anyway, I just thought I'd bring Must that up. Must be the other two that are shit then that conceded all them goals have got a really <laughs> Well, when it's called Curtis Davis, <laughs> you might be right. Can, so. I, can, I, can I just say, <laughs> from yeah. my point of view, I know it sounds, please don't, and don't say it's saying conceited, right? But but after signing Kibai and, and keeping Dan, I don't want to buy relegated players anymore. Yeah, yeah, let's get you, company. We need, to, we need to look up, <laughs> not look down. Look up. You know what? You know what I like, Chris, is that kid on uh, the Celtic player, Van Dyke. He's been linked with a couple of Premier League yeah, teams. Yeah. He's an excellent player. And I right now. Play. It's a good time to go and get a player like that, you know. What I mean, he's he's quality. Is he good though? I work I work with a, a Celtic fan, and he and he says he said he he says to me that um he says it's 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 actually hilarious watching Van Dyke play. He says because he doesn't he doesn't have to try. He says he's he's, he's just strolling around at about ten percent of his level, just exactly. you know just just taking Is the he piss international. Out. Uh, I think he has played for Holland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. He does, no, he, he's a squad player. Mm. But um, yeah, he's he's got a very big reputation, and they want an awful lot of money for him as well. But it's one of those, isn't it? He's technically unproved, unproven at uh, at Premier League level. But I mean, so was so Ledley. So was, uh, yeah, so was Ledley. Yeah, that's quite right. Similar levels, huh? I think back to Jean Alain Boomsong. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love love being in names. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, last bit on Dan um, obviously Everton were supposedly interested as was mentioned whispers that Stoke were keen and this comes back to what we were talking about earlier I think that we're now in a position where we can not only keep our best players we can reward them for performance as well and I think it's potentially easier for us to do that I'm not saying it's easy but it's easier for us than it ever has been I think even in our you know when we finished third in the league I think it was quite clear that you know Arsenal went up clicked their fingers got Ian Wright for a you know, next to nothing, really. In, I just and I think, what do you think if the Champions League teams come calling? Will we actually? Are we still not in a position to resist at all, or do you think we got a chance? No, I, I was just thinking. Are, are we no longer a selling club? You know, they always and say everything. It selling depends club, who, right? too. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone has a price, uh, uh, Chris. But I think you're right. I think it depends on the type of team. Everton, no. Liverpool, no. Arsenal. Yes, probably. Man United, probably yes. Man City, well, yes. Be a but... squad player, one of our players. Well, be a squad player, like Wilf. Wilf was a, Wilf was a, was the big fish in our little pond. Went up there and 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 didn't even play. He didn't even play like part time cup games. And you know what, Joe? That's gonna work. That's gonna work out for us because you know what? Maybe they won't come. They won't come calling again to us. That's but that's, that's us, what so. I'm saying. That's what I'm right. saying. It's, it's, but we don't need us. to. But it, the, the the big thing that st- sticks out for me now is, is being in this is being in this financial position that we've never really been in before. Yeah. Um, by the way, just getting back to Ian Wright, we sold him for two and a half million quid, which was an absolute fortune back in them days. It was. Um, but right. I, um, but. Is is that it's everything now? And again, with the Kabai thing, if it's what we believe, it's three million pound added on performance-related bonuses. So, so everything is performance-related. So, right. you know, like we were saying last year, you know, finish tenth, and and it's more dough for it. It's more dough going in the pot for everyone. Yep. You know, like that. You know, that, that is, 
Yeah, well, well, that's what I'm saying. So, so that's the, the, there's the thing. But all this thing about people saying, well, footballers they only they only last for 15 years. They're trying to earn as much money as possible. So if it, if it's turning now into literally, I'm going to play for whoever gives me the most amount of dough, and they're, and they're and they're going after money, then maybe the psyche of, of of football has changed where they will play well to earn more money. Yeah, Not just keep yeah. moving. Um, the, 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 the moving side of it, you know, when you when you think that we lost when we lost that player to Swansea uh, uh, from Spurs. Uh, what was his name? Sigurdsson. Uh, yeah, Sigurdsson. But, uh, uh, you know, from what I heard, we, uh, our chairman had, had shook hands on a on a quite a big amount of money for Sigurdsson, but like a payment up front, and Sigurdsson went to Swansea for a, a, quite a fair bit less, fifteen percent less, but he paid it out of his own dough. He made up the same kind of money that we were going to pay just to get his move. So these footballers are on huge money, you know. It's um, I, I just I just feel that we're in, we're now in a position to turn around and say, look, you know, we finished ninth next year, you know, eleventh, tenth, ninth, brilliant. But but Parrish's five year he's obviously got a five year plan. Um, Ooh. I, I know which. Well he, well, he has. He's got a yeah. five-year plan, like which, which is good for that other mob, um, having, that, having that name. But, um, <laughs> good choice, wasn't it, about then? Forward yeah. thinking. Exactly, exactly. A little bit of genius there. Um, but anyway, I, I, just, I, just, I just feel that, you know, with the money we got, and, and like I said, next year, we, we've shown our intent on staying in this league, and, uh, and, and, and if we really do stay up, then I can, I can see loads of, of, of cabayos coming, you know, whatever. Um, I can see he, he, that standard of player coming to Palace, which would be yeah. great. I say, in certain, certainly in the short term as well, we've got exactly what you've been talking about. We've got that thing where they're not, because they're not joining a massive club, they're joining a club where they're going to play. They're going to play every single yeah. week. And while you're in that position, you know, that's actually, that's a really good plus point to have. Um, you know, if you're competing at the right end and the people you're bringing in are going to, you know, going to play every week. It's a huge yeah, selling point. But, but to, um, to, to, to a certain point, now, Chris, you don't because mm. sometimes you don't you don't be paying. You go, yeah, right, you play every single game. All right, then, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, got, I'm not saying promise. We got, promise, we got, you know we got Shrewsbury away in January the sixth <laughs> right, on a on a Tuesday night. <laughs> See you there. Yeah, I'm making a general point. Yeah, but I know you. No, mean. but what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and the, and the other thing as well, are we still bringing? Are we still? You know, where's where does where does our young lad Boateng sit in this? You know, is yeah, he still well. going to be? I mean, that's another thing. You know, it's a bone of contention, mate, isn't it? We cannot be letting that kid go. I'm telling you now, he, he is. Mm. He is that. Who's that? Who's that big lump that plays for Chelsea? Just sits in the middle and smashes everyone up in the air. Who's that? Who, what matters? No, um, no, no, no. Uh, oh, um, oh, <laughs> Mikel? African player. Mikel African player. No, look, okay. he's, he's six foot three and, and 15 stone. And he's only like 21 years old. Oh, what about um, he, he midfield and centre-back? What's his face? Oh, you've done my brain. The new the new kiddie. Yeah. Ah. He, he, he just, ah. he just, anyway, it doesn't matter. But he, he just it doesn't matter. Now, now massive, I need to know. It just it just reminds <laughs> me of him. He's just such a such a... If we let him go, that will be, will be a travesty because he is. He's, you've seen him, Chris. You've yeah, seen yeah, him. Yeah. He's Absolutely. very good. He's well, very think, good. I think that we've got to we've got to change what we do. And I know the club have tried, um, but it's about. I guess it's about building links with clubs that you trust because you've got to get these kids games. And I think the the next step for them now is is you know you might get them the occasional bench appearance or get them in the squad or something like that. But Kurt Zuma, his name is. <laughs> Sorry. <That's one> <laughs> but anyway, well, well googled. 
Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the um, but the thing with Boating is he's got to go out and he's got to get games at first team level. He's not going to do that every week in the Premier League. So it's about utilising the loan market properly. Like I say, building links and, and getting. Um, just getting them game time. And then I think he's got a real chance boating. I think Kai Kai as well has got a chance, got a good chance. Um, you know, and then we'll, we'll see who comes through beyond that. But those two especially need, I mean, Kai Kai went to, to Cambridge and did a superb job. Um, so Ryan Innes is an interesting one. Obviously signed a new deal. Yes. He looks like he's gone to Port Vale um, for, the, for the season. Um, there was some discussion that we might sell him for 800 grand, um, but they couldn't raise the money. Um, oh. So, but so he's obviously teetering on the brink of will he will he make it? Will he won't he make it? At, you know, at, at Palace. But he's another one. If he has a good season there, it's, he's got a, he's got a good chance as well. Uh, anyway, look, moving this on because we've um, you know this supposedly short extra podcast has has gone on a while, but it's been it's been nice to be back. I have to say. But anyway, uh, James MacArthur has signed a three year deal. Um, obviously, we've talked about him. We've talked about what he brings and the fact that. I've said he was my player of the year as well. Uh, New deal after one season, we mentioned that. Uh, a question again, and, and Joe, you sort of said he must be, but is he a certain starter? Um, f- so obviously for you he is, but what do you think, Patrick? Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure how we're going to play. I actually wouldn't mind having Jedi sit in front of the back four with Kabai and Punchin in the middle with, with, with uh, Wilf and um Lassie White. So I don't know. Again, I think it depends on you know from week to week. I mean, it could be McCarthy, the much better passer. But I'll tell you what, um, Jedi can need to learn how to pass the ball better. When you have, when you have punching in there and you have Kabai in there, you're gonna have to learn how to put the ball to their feet, you know, two, three yards, and not kick the ball out, you know, kick the ball fifty feet, you know, away from the player. So um, we'll see. Again, I think it's definitely between McCarthy and Jedi, but it could be Ledley. You never know. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a great problem to have. It is a great problem to have, and they say it's, it's a strong squad. Uh, we talked about Delaney. Nick, can I just get your opinion on one last little thing we didn't actually mention when we were talking about whether he'd start or not, is how he's, we know he's an important presence in the dressing room, um, and how big a factor is that? Oh, Nick's gone. <laughs> oh, bye, Nick. Um, yeah, Joe, yeah, do you want to answer that? How big a factor do you think it was You know, in trying to keep this spirit together? It's got to be a, got to be a big factor, isn't it? Oh, what the, yeah, I... The, I, I revert to the point that, that, that I heard Jules say at his testimonial at the Fairfield Halls. And he turned around and said, the captain thing in the side is sometimes it's a little bit irrelevant. He said, because although you want a captain, we have five yeah. have been captains playing. At, at one time, we had five had, has been captains playing on the field at the same time. You know, and... A, a captain is sort of the person that just goes up and represents your side, you know, at, 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 the, at, the, at the toss of a coin. You know, he, he will turn up at the hospital and go, yeah, I'm the captain of, of, of Crystal Palace Football Club. And he, and, he, and he get a certain amount of kudos for that. But, but the thing is, it's, you're, you're playing for each other now. It's more, you, there's, no, there's no importance, you know. So I, so I think, you know, although he's vice-captain, you know, Paddy McCarthy. Was mm. was club captain, you know. It's the sentiment is as seems to have almost gone out of football, and it and it hurts us because we really are a sort of a sentimental family club, you know. Yeah. We we still kept that that ethos really, and a lot of us don't like the change. It's come too fast for some of us. People like me, I love the I love the I, I love sentiment, and I you know, been in saying that, you, I, and I've said it before. Peter Ramage is still be at our club. He was all down yeah, the he would, yeah. I love the guy. I think he's everything he's good about football. 
and I hope to see him back at our club, involved somewhere. But, yeah. you know, vice-captain, yeah. Listen, I love Damo, but I hate his 50-yard floaty balls that give the wobble. It infuriates me. There's a lot of people who say the same. And um, like I say, whether or not... Um, whether or not I, 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 I had a great point today. I talked to my mate about him. And uh, a guy called Lee Saywell, really, really good guy, very knowledgeable, been following Palace for, for a long, long time. And he said that the, the thing about Delaney is he, he, the reason he looks good is because he's making a tackle after he's made a mistake. But not always, but I guess. No, that no, point no, no, I know, but what I'm saying is right. it, 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 that's the point, and that's not me, it's someone else that's doing that. Listen, right. I love him. I really, I, I like Delaney, and I love to see Delaney play. I think he's passion, and he's, you know, if he could cut that crap out, it's like Jedinek, if, if he could just learn how to pass the ball. Learn <laughs> well, how to pass the ball, he's perfect. I'll be interested to, to know how much of that is just, just him, and how much of that comes from instruction, because. Well, yeah. uh, I, I said that last year. Well, yeah. give the ball back. Oh, when you get the ball, Damo, you're back to him. Sometimes you're a very black and white man with, uh, with how you interpret statements, yeah, but, Joe. But, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> I, if you see, it's, football is a very simplistic game. You try to beat the other side. You know, yeah. What you do, you get a ball and you pass it to each other and you try and score a goal. What you don't yeah, do, yeah, yeah. you just get the ball, go oh. in. People who haven't who haven't downloaded this pod have really missed out, haven't they? Without <laughs> Joe, <Jeff. laughs> just explaining Joe football. Explaining football. football. As I've also <laughs> said on many, many occasions, if every team um you think you think, you know, you're talking about Premier League footballers, right? Surely they're good enough to never give the ball away and always make the right part. If you're being simple about it, you know what I mean? You exactly. you take risks, yeah. you play percentages, things happen, the game you've all watched you've watched hundreds of games of football, Joe, you know how football's played and you know sometimes people will look for a long pass. And if Delaney's the one who's told you're the guy who's going to look for that pass, you know, one of our tactics will be so-and-so is going to stand up against that fullback and you're going to try and get that ball to him. And you're not going to get, you know, it's not going to work 90% of the time, but, the ten, you know, the 10% that work over the course of the season are why I'm asking himself, you to do it. I'd rather him crap himself and give it back to Jules. <laughs> well, yeah, I know you would, but um, like I say, that's the point I'm making is whether or not, is it, you know, people sort of approach it from the point of, oh, it's Delaney again playing that long ball. Well, let's, you know, let's not say it's necessarily Delaney's fault. Let's just say maybe he wants to play passing football and he's being told not to. That's my point. And it's like, anyway, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's all fairly fairly academic at the just, moment. Just you on know. that kind of subject, we've, we've given yeah. the ball away and Jedinak and, and Delaney. And as we, as we get better, my favourite made-up word, better. <laughs> yeah. As we get better at... Nothing. He's gone. He's gone yes. again. I love it. I love it. It means I can move just on. As... Oh, there he is. Oh. I, 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 the players we're replacing, are they? Are we just getting players that are just as good but more consistent? Possibly. I don't that's, know. that's, you know, the consistency. We've, Palace has always been flashes of, flashes of brilliance followed by moments of absolute terror, doesn't it? You know, in, in, in the space of 30 seconds. And, and that's what I remember from 40 years of watching Palace. You know, it's that's how it's been. But are we... Are we just getting players that can play it? Yeah, well, that's the point, isn't it? That's what you're, you're talking about. Um, you know, we we are adding quality. That's what adding quality means. And you know, maybe maybe we'll add a quality centre back instead of Damo. And maybe we'll see that it actually was him wanting to smash it long, and we're going to knock it around nicely. But we, we'll never know. I mean, you know, let, let, well, not never know. We will, we'll know at some point. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, so uh, you see a just jogged, a bloke just jogged down past my house in a Palace shirt. Sorry. Yes. Did you wave? 
Okay. Oh, um, I went number four in the back. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so we've talked about uh, Brader Hangland, um, you know, technically released and could have returned to Norway or gone to a couple of other clubs, uh, but he chose to uh, to start the season as a as a squad player at Palace, uh, which I think for me, I'm not going to talk about it, but I think that's that's it's great. We've talked about that he might, you know, could he start alongside Dan? And I, I don't think he'd embarrass himself at all, but. Uh, it's just further proof of me that it's a good place to be, Palace, at the moment. That someone yep. would sort of go, well, actually, you know what? Well, I'll give it another year. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the season, even though I didn't play a, a huge part in it. I, you know, I played my part, and I'm happy to do it again, kind of thing, which, which, which is great. Um, Joe, I've got. Um, I know you, you want to make us uh, want to talk about something, um, you know, a bit serious and personal to yourself. Uh, do you want to do that before or after we have a round of Ask Joe? No, 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 go on, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll do it now. He's a, a friend of mine, Dave Eastwood, um, he's only 53, he passed away last week, and um, the, the last time, he used to do a lot of, lot of stuff for me, um, plastering and that, really good plasterer. Um, but he's, he's, the last time I spoke to Dave properly about Palace and everything, he was really excited about his son, I think his son's name's Billy, um, and he was um, targeted by, by Palace and QPR, and I think he chose Palace, um, and so, so if he, you know, if he is, then, then we've we've got a little a little and um, who's now going to be under nines or under tens, who's uh, who's just lost his dad. So if if you're out there and you do see any of these these young um, kids, you know, training and uh, give a little thought for him. He's a he's a goalkeeper. He's um, you know, um, I just I just feel feel really sorry for him. But um, yeah, Dave Eastwood, his name was, he was a, and he was a good lad. Really, a big guy, big Dave Eastwood. Um, come from Big and Ill. He was a friend of mine for thirty-one years, and it was a, was it, you know, a, a, a very. But yeah, just yeah, just just that little Palace connection. You know, David. It was a Palace fan all you know all his life. Always went now, see him loads of times here. But his son has a you know his, his son has a connection with the club. But um, but anyway, thanks for letting me say that. Yeah, no worries. Obviously, R.I.P. to mm. Dave Eastwood. There, horrible, horrible young age to go, really. So um, yeah, very very sad. Um. I just while we're doing contacts, um, we got a message at the start of the summer. Really, it was to do with our last podcast, I think, or second to last podcast, where we'd um, we started laughing hysterically at the fact that someone called David Sid Walker was being wished wished a happy birthday. we were saying that Sid was short for David and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, he got to hear of it from a from a colleague of his who uh, listens out in Oz. Um, we pointed it out to him and said well, we were all laughing about the fact that he's called Sid and it's short for David. And he listened in and found it hilarious. Anyway, he wanted to give us um, a shout out to a friend of his, Alex, uh, who listens out in Australia. So uh, cheers, Alex, for letting David know about us laughing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and um, there's, yeah. a, there's a fee for that, don't there? Surely there is a, there is a fee for that. Yep. So we'll be sending you an invoice as well. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, good shout um, out there. And also thanks, thanks for three, three boxes of Vimto in it. Yeah, free free Vimto, yeah. All the Vimto you can drink for a year. Uh, that is not a binding contract. I don't have enough money to buy a year's worth of Vimto. If I did, I'd drink it myself. Oh, it's so good. I'm flicking so, through. So I'm flicking through the arse gels. Yep, oh, gel. no. So I'm going to ask him to you now, Joe. We'll, uh, we'll have a bit of arse gel, and then I'll um, round this off nicely. Um, we've been talking for bloody hours, but it's been it's Can been I great. ask gel first? Please. No! Oh, go on, let no, me just ask him one question. One question. Security of irreversibility, Nick. Do you leave more hair on that cat blanket than your cat does? 
Brilliant. So now I have to explain that Joe and Nick have a video on and uh, and the call on Skype, and then Nick is referring to a cat blanket that Joe's Mrs. makes him sit on. <laughs> <laughs> on our brand new sofa, because she thinks I can't. I've had a shower, and I'm so trained now, I'm so house trained, that I've, I've had a shower, I'm nice and clean, clean clothes on, and I've still put the cat blanket down and sat on it. <laughs> on anyway, phone. can we move from cat blanket gate? Um... Uh, just, we, we just got two other comments on um, when they people about when they first heard about Kabai. CPFC Homesdale says wages no chance. He thought at the time, um, and there was one other from Mike Timms uh, that said probably his agent stirring up interest from Spurs and Liverpool. I'll be remiss if I didn't mention those. Let's get into some ask Joe. We don't have a jingle for it. It was just a random thought. Um, current thoughts on punching. That's from uh, Dilem. Dilem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, like I, like I said last last year, you know, when he was bad, he was bad. I, I said he was bad. When he was good, I said he was good. And I know, you know, Patrick really likes him. And I know Patrick, he, he, you know, we we tweet each other all the time, and he and he appreciated when I turned around and said he was good. Now the thing with the, my thing very quickly about Punchin is that, you know, out of all, out, he's he's good. For, he's been good for just over half a season. When he puts in the full season. Because he's been consistent the last two seasons of, of doing half a season. When he puts in that full season, if he plays next year as good as he played the last half of the season, then, then he's going to be exceptional. And then they, you can start well, saying, maybe hey, punch him for England. Well, see, this is the thing now. We, we, you're saying that. But we, we're now not selling, are we? We're, not, we're obviously yeah. not a selling club. So... So yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm, listen, I'm not going to beat down on anybody about this. You know, it, it's when he plays well, I will say he plays well, and 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 it excites me that if he if he plays well next season, then it's only good for us. Not yeah. good good for me to go out coating him all the time. I, I'm not going to do that. So all right, all right, nice one. Cheers, Joe. We're not going to sort of. Unfortunately, we've really got time to discuss these in any real detail. So, but fortunately, most of them are specific to Joe, and we don't have really we don't have anything to say really. Sorry, uh, Paul Mortimer says, "Can you tile his bathroom for free?" Uh, no. Next, no. but reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hold on, I'm getting my bathroom tiled. Can you come over and do mine? Finish it for me. Oh, you do a house swap for Pets Wood. You won't do it for Chisler's. <laughs> Good point. Never mind. I'd love to. I'd love to. Cheers. Um, I'll send you pictures. So, sorry, Carl. Joe will not tile your bathroom for free. But if you message him repeatedly and demand a discount, he'll, he'll probably still say no, to be fair. Um, ben Allen says, what's your best carp of the season so far? 20, 26 off the top. 26. Oh, I don't like this. This Paul Three. Edwardson. Oh, God. <laughs> Would you dress up in black and join the HF for one match in the name of charity? Not as long as I've got a hole in my ass. <laughs> Next. Brilliant. <laughs> Despite some serious... Well, well, there well, you go. The, the serious bit for charity? Well, no, I'm, I was just going to say, unless you get some sort of horrific injury that ends up with your ass being closed, that's a no. <laughs> um, um, no, no, no. I, 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 no, no. No. All right, no. Greg? Money. Says, How much first? Then, I'll, <laughs> then we'll talk. You want money anyway. Oh. Right, fair enough. Uh, Greg, I don't... Well, as for I was, charity, not for me. I don't want a fee. For charity. <laughs> All right, I was casting aspersions on your character there. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, Greg, who's one Gregory Peck. I don't know if it's Steve Gregory Peck. He's been dead for some time. But you never know. Um, 
Anyway, he's asked for your best starting lineup, particular emphasis on the midfield. I'm going to help you out with this. Oh, uh, Dalglish, um, Rush, and John Barnes on the left. Does he not think out of the current squad he's talking about? Oh, so I thought you saw on about I, best midfield. Um, I think you go. By the way, there was all Liverpool players. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just going to, but, um, no. Uh, I don't know. We haven't, we haven't finished yet, have we? We haven't finished, but who do you pick in goal right now? Uh, Henderson. Hen- Hen- Henderson. Hennessy? Henderson. Uh, Henderson. You know what it is? Like Liverpool and Henderson. It's doing yeah. on nothing. Uh, Henderson in goal, 100%. Right. I'm, 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 I'm right. done on it. Go on, go, on, go for right. the same thing quickly. Right back. Ward. Centre backs. Hangland. And Stan. Left back. Uh, do you know what? Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Suarez. Yeah, I, I'll give I'll give Suarez. He looked really good at the end of the season. Forgot right. about him. Hey. Mid- well, no, right. because he somebody obviously given a directive of him to not recycle the ball and go forward. And, and when he went forward, he was fantastic. So yeah, yeah. morning. Centre uh, uh, midfield. Let's call it. How uh, many? Yeah, well, we'll play the normal formation. So it's two in central midfield, two from our midfield midfielders. Is Kabai one of them, I guess? He is. Yes. And who uh, alongside him? I've got to go to Scottish. I've got, I've got to. Okay. I, I, have, I, I have to go him. And then, obviously, Wilf, uh, Yannick. Um, and so what have we gone? 4-4-2. Four, four, um, you've got, um, you've got in behind, usual, usual Palace formation. So you've got, what you've got left is striker and in behind striker. Um, two strikers. Oh, oh God! Well, strikers, I guess, but this is going to really the... piss people off, especially after the punching bit. But but for me, it, for me, you know, we would be we be Murray and Gale. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. okay, there you go. I'm not. We're not going to talk about. Actually, it. don't get upset. He's got real stress. You can <laughs> see what I can see on his arm. He did that. He's <laughs> he got a stress. <laughs> well, that, that's brilliant. Okay, cheers, cheers, gents. Um, Listen, if we have to play one up front. Then it then it would be it would be for me Gale and um, with Punch and sitting behind him. Okay, good stuff. Um, all right, so that was a little round of Ask Joe. There, I enjoyed that. That's good. Um, so obviously the only uh, things to round up. We obviously mentioned we mentioned it earlier. Mansion have been appointed as our sponsor. Uh, gambling site. So some people are a bit meh about it. Uh, they also are sponsoring Bournemouth this season, which is a little bit weird, but it's a big money deal. Uh, very sensible, as we mentioned, uh, announcing it with the Johan Kabai signing. So it's already sort of paid off for them. So good, good. The sponsors finally saw it. Never can see the kit um, with that logo on and various other things. Not going to talk about it now. Don't really have any time. Uh, Palace playing Barnet tomorrow. Um, hopefully, as you listen to this, it will still be then. If you don't hear it, if you don't hear it, it'll probably be Barnet today or Barnet, we've already played Barnet, something like that. Then uh, heading to Germany, and then it's South Africa uh, after that as well. Um, but obviously, pre-season is very much underway. Uh, we've talked about uh, the centre-backs. Um, we also mentioned the strikers being rumoured, uh, but Austin and Loic Remy being the um, you know the most likely of those at the moment. So, um, but for me, it's got to be like Remy. Um, I have similar reservations about Austin that the gel discussed, but we'll talk about that another time, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, we'll be back with a, a revamped show on the I think the 26th of July. We're planning to be back. Uh, there's new features. There's uh, be new ident idents. Um, we've signed up for. Um, we were offered a chance to sign up with a company called Acast or Acast, however you want to pronounce it. Um, what they are, it doesn't change anything for those of you who subscribe through iTunes or for wherever, wherever you subscribe. Um, you'll still get the show the same way. Um, it gives us. Um, 
three short adverts in, in the shows. In the podcast only, the uh, live show will still be advert-free. Um, but what we really like about it is that um, we'll be able to add content to our podcast as well. If you listen, listen through the Acast app or through the player on their site, uh, you'll be able to access um, video links, um, links to websites that we took of information that we've talked about. You know, uh, so when we say, "Oh, have you seen this goal?" or blah 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 blah, you'll see it in the. Um, you'll be able to link straight to it and watch it on YouTube, something like that. Uh, but we'll also be able to do behind-the-scenes stuff and little bonus content and videos for you. So, really, if you don't want the ads, it's kind of like it's worth listening to the live show. But if you want the extra content, you can download the pod as well. So there you go, double listening. Um, and the new start time for the show will be 7 p.m., uh, but it's going to be a 90-minute show from now on. We're fed up having to contain ourselves. So we're going to go 7 p.m. till about 8.30-ish um, every single sh- show. So you'll be getting more for your, well, not for your money, more, just more. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Um, 26th of July, we're back. Uh, thank you very much to Tab for producing today, to Patrick, to Nick, and to Jill for their time. I've been Chris Hambling. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.